Hi, and welcome to the Brave Parenting Podcast. I am your host and the founder of Brave Parenting, Kelly Newcomb, and this is where you'll get the encouragement, insight, and information you need to raise children of character and our culture saturated with media and technology. We call it Brave Parenting because it takes a lot of courage and hard work to not only keep on top of changing technology, but then discern how to incorporate that all into your family's life. So our ultimate goal here is to keep you educated and equipped to raise those tech-savvy kids. Welcome to today's show. Today we're going to be talking all about YouTube kids. YouTube is a cultural phenomenon. Everyone knows what it is. And YouTube kids, while popular, isn't really as popular as the traditional YouTube. I get a lot of questions from parents asking, should we be using YouTube kids? Is it so much better? You know, can I leave my kids on it and not really have to check in as much? We're going to answer all of those questions. But first, let's talk about YouTube Kids in the news. In September 2019, Google, who owns YouTube and YouTube Kids, agreed to pay $170 million in fines incurred by the Federal Trade Commission, and they were required to make privacy changes. As regulators said that on the YouTube and YouTube Kids platform, It was illegally harvesting children's personal information and then using to make a profit by targeting them with personalized ads. Now, due to the CULPA law, the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, of course, these platforms are not allowed to collect data on children under the age of 13. So this is where that came. So now, as of January 6, 2020, they have made some changes. And one of those changes is that now video publishers are required to flag their channels and their videos as either made for kids or not made for kids. Now, they can also use machine learning and viewer reports in order to identify those videos that are kids and non-kids. And then once they have these identified, there's certain features that are now not available on videos that are made for kids. A few of them are channel memberships, Comments, that's a huge one. No longer can you comment on a video that is made for kids. The donate button, live chat or live chat donations, notification bells, personalized advertising, save to playlist or save to watch later. All of those features are now are now gone. Now, interestingly enough, because of the trouble they got in and because so many videos had to be taken down, they also announced, Google did, that they're investing $100 million over the next three years in order to create video content that is promoting quality character strength. Well, we at Brave Parenting love that. That is the foundation of all that we do is building character through this technology. So they say, quote, these videos are going to drive outcomes associated with the following character strength, courage, compassion, communication, gratitude, curiosity, humility, teamwork, integrity, perseverance, self-control, empathy, and creativity. We love that list and truly hope YouTube can sort of clean up their act a little bit and get these videos made, good quality videos that are not bombarded with advertisements, that are not sneaking in other messages targeting kids, but that are truly helping them learn through entertaining video content to uh, build up these character strengths. All right, let's talk about the facts of YouTube Kids. Now, the basics of YouTube Kids. It is in the entertainment category. It's ranked right now at number 18. We have to remember that in this category is all entertainment, which includes TikTok, 
Netflix, Disney Plus, so all very popular. Now, what's interesting is YouTube was actually voted as the best social media app for mental health. Now, even though we don't truly consider it social media, it kind of is because you have the ability to have your own page, like and comment, share, that type of thing. And you may have remembered from a previous podcast that in that same study, Instagram was actually voted worst for mental health. In a survey done by ParentZone, 52% of young people questioned said that they recommend for a friend to watch YouTube in order to cheer themselves up if they're feeling down. So YouTube definitely has a positive vibe, if you will, um, amongst the young people today. That is definitely their go-to app. And our kids are being raised up to feel this as well. Now, when YouTube, it provides different shows, music, learning, and explore is the different type of content. So your shows are going to be full episode cartoons such as Thomas the Train or Winnie the Pooh. Music is going to be maybe clips of classic or contemporary kids songs. Learning is going to be considered maybe clips from PBS Kids, Khan Academy, or even some TED Talks made for kids. And then of course the Explore is the user-generated content. Now YouTube Kids allows signed-in parents to create a separate profile for each child in their household. You can have up to eight profiles. However, you can still use YouTube Kids without signing in with your Google account at all. When you are in there choosing your account for your child, you get three different age-based settings. The first is preschool, ages four and under. The second is younger, which is ages five to seven. And then there is older, which is eight to 12. What's interesting to note is that this older category comes with a warning. Your kids will see mature content which can include profanity, such as the F word, scantily clad dancers, and mild sexual content. So to me, that is not an 8 to 12 okay (laughs) type of content that they would be seeing, but alas, that is still there. Now, fact number two, discovering videos. There are three ways to discover videos on YouTube Kids. First, there's the home screen, which groups all of the videos into different categories, such as your shows, music, learning, explore what we just discussed. Then there are recommended videos. Now, recommended videos shows both when you have the search feature on or off and are generally presented as an additional category on the home screen after multiple videos have been watched. These recommended videos are based on what's already been watched before or searched in the app and they always draw from the complete set of videos that is available on YouTube Kids. And then there is the watch again which allows your child to choose videos that were previously watched in the app. Now, I mentioned the search feature. This is one of the parental controls that we're going to go over in just a moment. But you do have the ability to turn on YouTube Kids when you create their account to turn the search on or off. When you turn the search on, you are allowing your child to find and watch the millions of videos available on YouTube Kids. Again, those are all driven by an algorithm. Or you can turn that search feature off which is probably going to be recommended. Fact number three, the parental controls. Now, these are available both on the app, if you have it on a device, but it's also available on the website as well. You do need to sign in with your account in order to set these up, though. Many of the settings require that your child have their own Google profile set up. A parent passcode, which is awesome, we love parent passcodes, prohibits children from changing any of these settings that you can make. And here are a few of the things that you can do 
in the parental controls of YouTube Kit. One, block channels. Two, set the content age range, like we mentioned before, preschool, younger, and older. You can set it to approved content only, and you can even choose videos that have been viewed and approved by humans, not just a computer, because now they do have humans reviewing some of these videos, not just algorithms. Now, if you allow for approved content only, only these approved channels and content will appear on the home screen and all the recommended videos are going to be drawn from this content that you've chosen. As I mentioned before, you can turn the search off, which that also takes away the recommended videos and the watch and search history are also cleared. You can actually turn off or clear the watch and search history, which resets the recommended videos. You would do this, say, if your child or you found something that you just kind of didn't really mean to click on, it was an accident, you really don't want the algorithm generating more videos recommended from that video you didn't like, this would be a good way to clear that watch and search history. Or you can pause or turn off the watch and search history, and this stops the app from using previously watched videos or terms to influence the recommended videos or watch it again at all, period. Frankly, I think this is a great feature. If you don't want the algorithm controlling what your child watches and you only want approved content, this is exactly what you need to do is pause or turn off the watch and search history. You can also set the home screen age level, either preschool or school aged. And you can also set a timer for how long kids can be on the app. That is awesome. So much of what we are fearful of as parents is them getting sucked in to certain videos. We want to allow the screen time in in a healthy way. And here you can set the time limit so that it gives the kids a warning that they're almost done and then it will shut it down to where you can't use it anymore. Now, fact number four is the ads. As we talked about, YouTube had gotten into a little bit of trouble with some of their ads. And what you need to know with YouTube Kids is it does allow some limited paid advertisements in the app. And they say that they do that obviously so they can offer you the app for free. When your child plays a video in the app, They may see a paid ad, which is going to be marked with the word ad. And to avoid seeing these ads, you can sign in your YouTube Kids account with a YouTube Premium account, which costs about $20 a month. Maybe worth it if multiple people in your house are using YouTube, even if you use it a lot and you want an ad-free experience. Now, YouTube will no longer show ads in children's videos that are targeted at viewers based on their web browsing or other online activity. Instead, now the company says it's only going to show ads based on the context of what people are already viewing. So they're not going to view the other activity going on in the computer, such as what you're searching for um, on the Google's webpage, or if you're going to other shopping websites or anything like that, it's not going to use that on YouTube Kids. Now, another fact is the safety. Now, generally, YouTube Kids is going to be safer than traditional YouTube, even more so if the parents are utilizing the parental controls and really actively working to make the app a safe place for their child. There is always a chance of seeing nudity, violence, or just weird or disturbing stuff. And ads, honestly, for junk food, McDonald's, a lot of fast food, those ads are often seen as well. Now, after facing a lot of that backlash, um, not only from Way, even way back in 2017 and even 2019, YouTube has really stepped up their game 
Like I mentioned, they are having a lot of their videos verified to be okay by a human. And so you can look for that when you're looking for approved content. Now, one reason why you can still see some of these disturbing videos, you know, there are people out there, we don't understand why, but they're creating um, content that is based off of popular cartoon characters, you know, such as Paw Patrol or Peppa the Pig. And then inside those videos, they're acting out suicide, violence, or even sexual acts. And basically, these video creators have learned how to fool the algorithm using tags and labels to identify their videos as safe for children. Again, we don't know why any human would purposely do this to a child. It's beyond us, but yet it's what it is. And so we as parents have to be engaged constantly with our young kids as they are on YouTube. Another aspect to note is that Google does collect a lot of data. You can read all about it in the Google privacy terms, YouTube, YouTube kid terms of service, but they do collect a lot of your data. Now, finally, the ratings. Apple rates YouTube kids as four plus. Google Play rates it as E for everyone. Now, YouTube kids says that any age is okay as long as they have parental consent. Now, we at Brave Parenting say that it always, always, always needs to be used with parental limits activated. We don't recommend any YouTube being watched for kids that don't have some of these parental controls activated. Because they are there, we definitely need to utilize them. So we're going to go with the standpoint of eight plus if a parent is co-viewing the content and clearing the watch and search history anytime suggested videos seem off or inappropriate. Time limits should also be set here for eight and older with a 60 minutes max recommended. Now, we also feel that you could use it at six and over with approved content only and the watch and search history turned off and time limit set, preferably 30 to 60 minutes a day. Now, they do have a zero to four age range, and we just are not going to recommend that at all. There is just no way that the content can be good for that age. And not to mention, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends no screen time, zero screen time between eight, between zero being birth and 18 months and 18 months to two, only 30 minutes of co-viewed high quality content. And then between those crucial ages of two to five, the most they recommend is one hour of high quality co-viewed content. If you have a between the age of two and five and you can co-view all of their content with them on YouTube and sit with them and explain what they're seeing, ask questions, talk about anything that might be disturbing, then you can possibly, it may be okay for you. But again, I highly recommend you still using those limits. But unfortunately, that's just not what's happening with a lot of families. They're giving the device to the child and they're sort of on their own inside their own personal screen time. It's not being co-viewed at that age. And that is what we believe is really important. You know, based on every parent review through that I've read on the App Store, Google Play, Common Sense Media, YouTube Kids is most certainly better than the standard YouTube, but it is not created to take parents out of the equation. You absolutely have to be involved in your child's YouTube use. And we know that it's easy to pacify with the screen, but the bravest and best thing you can do for your child, their brain development, including speech, language, and social emotional regulation is to limit, especially just to co-view 
all of their YouTube activity. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode on YouTube Kids. If you miss anything in the show, if you want to learn more, or if you have a story about YouTube Kids, we would love to hear it. Email your questions, comments, and stories to podcast at braveparenting.net. For another in-depth look on how you can build strong character, you yourself as the parent, not just watching YouTube videos, um, using the technology that kids love, pick up a copy of our book, Managing Media, Creating Character. It is available online at Amazon. And don't forget to subscribe if you are listening on iTunes, Google, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Share this podcast with your friends so they too can be encouraged and equipped. Thank you so much for listening to the Brave Parenting Podcast, where we believe that character is greater than media and every child needs a brave parent willing to set a new standard. Until next week, go and be brave. Brave.